This is CyberSound, your simplified and fundamentals-focused source for all things cybersecurity, with your hosts, Jason Pufal, Stephen Maresca, and Matt Fusaro. Welcome to CyberSound. I'm your host, Jason Pufal, joined, as always, by Steve Maresca and Matt Fusaro. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey there. Uh, so coming out of our pandemic, are we? maybe we're out of our pandemic, uh, but we are going to talk today about the proliferation of sort of e-wallets. Uh, and, and I say that because the, you know, the title of the episode is going to be Contactless Future. Uh, and really, they had a huge gain in popularity throughout the pandemic as people were concerned about exactly that, right? Uh, putting their cards in touching places. Touching things. Touching things, right? <laughs> uh, so, that, so I think I read a stat that said something like 70% of people are now using e-wallets. I'm not a huge fan of the stat. I, I disbelieved it when you said it to me. So I think we're going to spend some time talking about the types of e-wallets that exist. And sort of what I learned even spending some time on this was it's a pretty broadly defined category. So, so what's an e-wallet to, you know, your siblings? So so I'll say this. I picture an e-wallet a little bit more akin to a traditional wallet where you can put your store cards, you can put your bank cards, um, your, your driver's license, et cetera. And there are things that are similar to that, right? Your your Apple wallet, I think, has qualities that are similar to that, although it doesn't necessarily cover everything. Um, when you start to look at it, though, it's wallets for cryptocurrency. It is wallets so that you can facilitate payments within an online gaming you know, gambling, you know, online gaming type forum, uh, wallets for um, things like Starbucks. Like they would call your Starbucks card an e-wallet, which I suppose, uh, right? So I feel like I've got 25 e-wallets and you know, <laughs> yeah. not one single location, which is challenging. Um, but I think it is it is useful to kind of maybe go through the different types that are out there, right? That traditional wallet model is built into your, your Google phones and your Apple phones with your Apple wallet, uh, you know, an Apple Pay and Google wallet. And I think Android Android Pay is the other option there, right? So, you know, have a, have a credit card loaded, walk up to a terminal, tap it on there using NFC. It's something I think Steve will spend some time on. Maybe, maybe it's a fine time to talk NFC for a second anyway, before we get down to the other pieces, but. I mean, sure. Uh, People who are used to using their phones or something like that to uh, begin a transaction. I mean, it's convenient, right? You don't have to pull out your wallet. You don't have to take uh, something that could be private that you don't want other people looking at and, you know, put it within an inch of whatever you're trying to buy and you're done. Um, near field communication is what NFC stands for. And ultimately, all that means is that there's a little bit of radio signal between your device and a reader to exchange information that would otherwise be read with the magnetic stripe or, you know, the pin or the chip and pin, whatever aspect of it. It's just another way of getting that data to the, the merchant. Um, generally speaking, people perceive it as secure because, you know, you only you, have, you can only be within an inch of right. whatever you're- Like four centimeters, sure. I think, right? Is the yeah. spec? Hypothetically, sure. right? It's low power. So that that's the point of it. Is it really safe? Sure. Maybe. Uh, if you have a big, big enough antenna, can you pick it up from 300 feet away? Yeah, absolutely. But there are ways that it's protected, nevertheless. Yeah, most of the time, even if you uh, have someone skimming or something like that uh, you know, with a large antenna, it's still going to ask you if you want to proceed with that transaction. It right? will. Right. There needs to be some type of user interaction. Most 
of the time. Not all the time. Depends on what it is you're using, but most of the time, right. there's something in front of that. The uh, and and really, I'm sure a lot of people have experienced, even if they haven't loaded a payment card in, experienced the use of an Apple Wallet or something similar yeah. when going to sporting events or boarding a plane. Right? You know, th- those types of tickets are incredibly helpful. Right. And, and this is adjacent to RFID, which is of course ubiquitous in all sorts of other ways. Um, you know, tapping on a, right. a, a terminal at the subway. It's exactly the same stuff. Happens a little differently, but the idea is the same. And it's nice to centralize it into a single device. Right? You're carrying your phone all the time anyway, so there, there's huge, huge conveniences that we're going to see in this space. Um, the sort of the you know the next type of wallet would be uh, what I'll call is like the payment wallet, where you're where you're using Venmo directly or maybe Zelle or PayPal. Uh, I think even you're seeing some of those features now in Apple, you know, Apple Wallet, Apple Pay, because I think you can do some some cashless or you know cash sending to friends, etc. Uh, you know, lots of people clearly using Venmo uh, or its competitors nowadays. So yeah, really popular. Up. Yeah. Um, you know, your hardware, like, well, hardware and software-based crypto wallets, uh, you know, hardware being, you know, exactly that, right? Transferring your your cryptocurrencies onto a, a piece of hardware, keeping them offline versus maybe a, an online uh, wallet. You know, and again, you're going to need multiple of those because they they don't all support sort of the same chaining technologies, right? So you're going to have you know, a few of those to support whatever currencies you've got. Um, and that, you know, and then finally, right, some really, really niche ones where they're designed specifically for, you know, in-game purchases or, you know, gambling, et cetera. So pretty wide range. There's probably others, quite frankly. You know, if you do a search on it, password managers might actually come up. So, you know, people, right, you know, the the web Sometimes refers to LastPass and Dashlane, et cetera, as, as wallets. Certainly, browsers are close enough. They ask right. if they, you know, they want to remember your credit card after you've used it once. Same idea. The, so, I think it's fair for us to make you know that assumption that they're just going to get more popular. Uh, we're going to see more integrations. You, know, you, you, you're going to see more integrations with Apple Wallet, uh, you know, Google Wallet. Uh, with all of your apps that we talked about, right? Your your Starbucks's, your Ticketmasters, et cetera. Um, it's a security podcast. So I think the question is, how do we make, you know, what, what's, what are the security concerns here? Uh, you alluded a little bit, maybe Steve, to the risk around NFC and, you know, the I don't know, drive-by interception perhaps of data. Sure. I mean, I'll describe that as not a current risk when you're, exercising a transaction. I mean, for your point, Matt, you know, yeah. you're, you're confirming actively as a participant, but it's more of a an after-the-fact risk. You know, right. if the transaction is possible to observe, that means enough data was exchanged to actually initiate a transaction. That means all of the components that facilitate exchange of money. Therefore, if you're sitting on it and there's a weakness in some sort of an e-wallet or a weakness in the protocol on the card, potentially, then an attacker could just collect a thousand or ten thousand of them and then pull out whatever they can six months later. Um, that's entirely reasonable. Uh, I, I made reference to a uh, a talk I attended a long well, turns out a long time ago in two thousand nine, where passports, which have RFID chips in them these days, were siphoned by someone with just an antenna and a backpack. Um, it's totally viable. Part of the purpose of the convenience is in sharing something. Therefore, there isn't a huge degree of security protecting that actual interchange. Is there some? Yes. But the truth is it's observable because it's 
part of the purpose of the e-wallet for NFC. Therefore, you know, it's there's a window for exposure. Yeah, especially when you have physical cards or IDs, you know, a passport or a credit card that's got that. There, there's not really much interaction from a user besides it being present, right? And putting it in the right area so that the signal happens. It, it, it's, an inter- it, it's an important point. If, if you're in the U.S., card present, card not present transactions yep. are yep. far more flexible yeah. than, say, they are in Europe. Um, Europe has had the chip and pin for an eternity. The U.S., because of implementation issues, basically is loose about it. Whereas if you're in France and you have a chip and pin card, if you can't supply your pin, you're not right. You're not right. transacting. Uh, in the U.S., similarly with um, you know, near-field communications in general, crypto wallets, e-wallets, things are permissive. And that's a problem to me. Yep. So, so one, I, I'm trying to listen to this and think, well, one thing comes to mind for me is, is it arguably more secure to have a credit card loaded on the phone potentially than a credit card sitting in your wallet? So, you know, because what you just described, Matt, was somebody scanning for a passive, basically a passive card, where everything you described, Steve, was eavesdropping on a payment action, essentially once it's been authorized, right? So you're actively in the act of paying versus uh, really that passive, hey, I'm walking by with a, with a card in my wallet. Yeah, I mean, they, they each have their own risks. Right. Yeah, I would say it's net less risk because less risk to use an e-wallet. Yes, because okay. for all of the reasons that you would um, typically articulate, you have fewer you have fewer opportunities for direct exposure. Ultimately, right? Um, well, yeah. And, I mean, you lose your phone; someone's still going to be able to get into the phone. Sure, exactly. You lose your card. Right. It's usable yep. most of the time. Uh, you know, uh, just a mugging. You know, say it's right. a pickpocket. You know, they have your they have your card now. It's a card present transaction with no effort whatsoever. If you lose your phone, you need biometrics or you need a pin to get into it, kind of, which is your point ultimately. So it's more secure. Uh, you have fewer things to carry. You can protect what you're carrying more effectively if you have fewer things to carry. I mean, it, it's just easier to articulate in that sense. Um, so if you mug someone, you're going to have to take their phone and get their face ID. And, and, and their finger. <laughs> so you got to mug them and this get their a, thumb. This is a long transaction now. It maybe, is. Maybe this will cut down on crime. <laughs> this has gotten a lot darker, though. Well, I mean, trouble. I, this has been in movies for 25 years. It's now true. it's just reality, yeah, I it guess. Is. Well, the thumb degrades after some period of oh, time, God. I suppose. Okay. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Um, but you also, you also have the problem, terrible. too, where you know, you've got nefarious friends that you're sleeping on a couch. Guess what? And your phone's out. That's true. You know, face ID works, right? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I mean, certainly my kids, if they need to get access, they quickly hold it up to me and then, yep. you know, scurry off to do whatever they need to do. M- meanwhile, my daughter looks close enough to me that she can unlock my phone with really? her face. Yeah, it's a little creepy. She has that much facial hair already? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I think e-wallets it's the are- hormones in the middle. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. for sure it is. Yeah. E-wallets are safer. Okay. Let's be honest. So let's talk a little bit about sort of data protection or app protection. You know, it, are, is there anything NFC aside, right? Because we talked a little bit about the eavesdropping stuff. Um, we talked about locking your phone with a pin. I mean, we certainly, certainly that's a requirement if you're going to use any of this. And I think it actually forces you to do that yep. if you try to use Apple Pay or whatever. Um, biometrics, like face ID or, you know, thumbprints for older phones, things like that. Uh, so in, in a lot of ways, Pretty similar protective 
technologies as for anything else, right? Two factor uh, being being a key one here. Anything else people really need to do? I, I, I don't think there's anything so unique. Yeah, I, making sure that it has some type of two factor, like you said, whether it's biometrics or pins or whatever it might be, right? And make sure it's not something simple. Um, when you go into the offline cold storage type thing, say, you know, like a ledger for crypto, that that stuff is the whole point of it is to keep it offline, right? So that it's not accessible. Um, yeah, with, with things like that, if you if you're on if you have an online wallet, typically you're you don't own the wallet anyway. It's a hosted service by Coin, uh, you know, Coinbase or something like that. Um, this is really to keep that stuff offline, so you're not susceptible to attacks. Right, and and the interesting point being there in many ways is your your you know, your money in your bank is protected. By, by you know, by law, right? FDIC and and whatever. I think, but a big part of the crypto issues were that there wasn't any kind of uh, federal protection yeah. for your money there, right? So you really did want to keep it offline and protect it better. Some folks with crypto would assert that that's a feature, not a bug, right? <laughs> Perhaps, but, yeah. yeah. Ultimately, though, e-wallets built for consumer use are based around accessibility and convenience. Right. They tend not to fall over immediately. A crypto uh, wallet that's, you know, a hard token of some kind that has a pin, you have to remember. You have to remember you do. or you can't you can't ever use it. Right. Uh, there's a good example from, I don't know, um, earlier this year, like January 2022, um, Joe Grand, a well-known hardware hacker for, from the last 30 years, broke into a, uh, a crypto wallet to recover uh, 2 million approximately in uh, – Theta tokens, you know, sort of a fringe um, cryptocurrency. But the point is, you know, it, it required massive effort to break into a legitimately owned and legitimately forgotten device. Uh, at the end of the day, if you can't get access to what you're storing in your wallet. Right. Yeah, I mean, you're, it's still on you to remember passwords, right? It's still on you to to make sure that you have access to the, to the data, essentially, that you're storing. Backing way up, um, you know, if... What's the risk? Just the same as using your card in public. Right. Can it be skimmed? Yeah. Let's let's just assume that it can be, right? You have to keep track of your transactions, know what you've spent, know where you've spent it, review it on a regular basis. And the same rules apply. Right. And and you gain really huge convenience benefits because you are going to carry your, you know, mostly everybody's going to carry their phone all the time. Uh, so you know, you're not dealing with you know, peculiar form factors for things like, you know, airline tickets or, you know, whatever the case might be, you know, reduces to some degree what you're carrying. I think, I mean, I can say for me personally, you know, it's rare I carry cash. And frankly, a lot of times I'm comfortable walking out of the house without my wallet, perhaps with the exception of not having my license on me. Right. But yep. you can do everything you need to at this point on your phone. Yeah. And, and to, to add to it, be careful the merchants that you're spending your money with too. You know, if you're, if you're on the side of a road, Getting gas from a gas station that looks like it's been run over. Yeah, it, maybe maybe don't don't use anything but cash there. You know, right. Right. <laughs> if, if you can, obviously you might be in a bad spot. But <laughs> that's fair. You know, an interesting point about the license. Just for people who aren't aware, there are some states that permit storage of your driver's license in yeah. your insurance Apple wallet, for example. Well. Yeah, yeah. Connecticut is, I believe, a physical. License state. Yeah, I think so. in, uh, in Apple Wallet, I think the only ones is I think it's Arizona and Maryland are the only two options that show up in the wallet that I've seen. Mm. Not yeah, to say there's not ways to enable. It doesn't more. matter necessarily. Just you know, know what your local laws are. But the point yeah. is, some people do not need at all 
their wallet that they used to carry. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's an interesting, it's an interesting new reality. I mean, honestly, there's a piece of me that's looking forward to that because I, I, I do tend to use the wallets pretty regularly. And I think the more I use them, the more I realize it's just darn convenient. Uh, and I think as long as you're, you're pro- like anything, properly protect it, there's no reason not to sort of move that direction. So any closing words at all? I feel like we covered this pretty, pretty thoroughly. Um, use reputable wallets. Don't use, you yeah. know, your Jones browser wallet. just because yeah. it happens to have <laughs> a credit card remembering function. Use something a little more, you know, vetted. Yep. Um, that's all. Centralize. Use something that's um, well-known. That's it. So that it's an interesting point. And I don't know that we'll be able to, to solve this problem here. But when I started Googling for wallets, there's hundreds of them. I mean, and, yeah. and there's ones that are really obvious, you know, your your Coinbase and your Bank of Americas and you know, Apple, Google, et cetera. Boy, you get you get some crazy wallets out there. And I don't know how you would make the determination of whether or not they were safe or not in some of the cases. So I think maybe to your point, you know, it is safer to be mainstream, let things get some some traction before you really look at it. But there 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 are a lot of things out there. Yeah. Use something sponsored by your your financial institution, whatever it might be. Because they typically do the vetting for you or, um, you know, App- Apple Pay, Google Wallet are pretty well vetted. So, This is actually another one of those scenarios where you know where you live and what's – or know where you're visiting for that matter and know what's the norm. Right. Because the uh, U.S. dollar is just the U.S. dollar. Yes, it's internationally recognized. But, you know, if you're in Australia, you're using different apps. If you're, you, if you're in Europe, that's true. If you're in, uh, yep. you know – uh, Polynesia, the same thing is accurate. It's just no what's no what's accepted where you're going. Same thing, same rules with all the currency. For so for everybody going to Polynesia, pay. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just think that, that that's an interesting spot just to pick out of thin air. Just so. <laughs> just random roll the dice. Uh, so on that, you know, as always, we do hope people. Uh, sort of got some value out of this. We appreciate everybody listening. I think e-wallets is a, is a really interesting topic. Um, Certainly, we're going to see more and more uh, activity in this space. So I think it's be, it's worth being mindful of what's going on and, and paying attention to how you're managing and protecting uh, your know, credit funds, et cetera. Uh, so thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy. We'd love to hear your feedback. Feel free to get in touch at Vancord on LinkedIn or on Twitter at Vancord Security. And remember, stay vigilant, stay resilient. This has been CyberSound. Cybersound.